Music and art are an expression of an artist's perspective on life. They shape our own perceptions of reality and help us develop an appreciation for the world around us. Connect with creatives of every nature to understand and deepen your connection to their work on the Evoked Podcast. Welcome to the Evoked Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Dale. Today, I'm joined by Warren Perlstein. Warren and I met a few years ago at the Donk House at somewhat of an unusual event. There was a um, art uh, auction um, display going on for the benefit of his daughter, Tracy Asher, who has had... um, who has been dealing with cancer for almost 10 years now. Mm. Um, Warren, uh, you had a very successful business for 60 years, started with Anderson Perlstein, and then went on your own to create uh, um, and do your own work under your own name, largely photography. And then things changed when Tracy got sick. Tell us a little bit about your history of of your work and and where that brought you today. Well, as you said, I've um, been a photographer for, for about 60 years um, and has always loved it. That, that was my thing. Um, I was coming near the, to the end of my career. Um, I was doing a lot of architectural work at that time, and uh, my daughter got sick. And I, I ended up having to go to California where she lives um, to help, to help her and help her husband so he could go to work. Um, so I was there maybe five weeks at a time. Um, it, it just got too, too hard. And my thoughts were always with, with Tracy and, and helping her, um, because she was suffering. And, um, so I sold my business. Well, that's impressive. Yeah, to, yeah. to actually build a business and to sell it. Yeah, and it's was, still still today. It's still going today. Um, it was one of my students um, at at a school that I taught part time at, um, and um, Jeff Johnson bought it, and he's doing quite well with it. That must be so rewarding to see your business live on in that way. And then you had to reinvent a little bit when Tracy. Y- got yes. Sick. Yes. So. She, in the beginning, um, when it was, it was breast cancer, and she wanted to know what she would look like when she was done. And um, so she hired a photographer because I have always taught her, told her that, you know, any event isn't an important event. You know, remember it, um, um, photograph it, do whatever you need to do. So she figured she'd have somebody photograph her. Um, well, it turned into uh, th- three different um, times. You got cancer, and so three radiations, three uh, uh, radiation. Um, I said that. Chemotherapy. <laughs> um, Chemotherapies, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, and uh, it got to be a lot. Um, I was there. I'm a photographer, so I started shooting. Mm. And she loved that. 
It had to be so painful for you. It was it was hard, but one thing that I've learned and and knew and 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 learned from Gilda's club, which has been a big help to us, um, is art is is great therapy. Mm. And and whatever the art is 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 so healing. And we were so busy during the hardest times taking pictures that we didn't have time to, to worry or cry or um, hmm. I did behind the scenes, hmm. but, uh, but it, it really helped her get through uh, this 10 years of, of hell. Um, yeah. I mean, one of my, my favorite stories is uh, when she was coming out of brain surgery um, is that her hand was up in the air and, and the doctors and the nurses were kind of worried about what, why was her hand up in the air? And I looked at her and I said, well, see her finger going up and down? Uh, I don't know if she's awake or not, but she's telling me to take pictures. And it was, it was a drive. It was a very forceful drive. At that time, she was, um, we talked about it and she started uh, writing a journal. Then she, um, we, she decided she wanted to write a book and help people. Her, her drive is to help people um, get through the hard parts um, that a lot of people don't um, realize unless you've been there. And uh, so she studied at a um, photography school in Los Angeles uh, and, and met a wonderful woman that helped her with the writing of the book. And then she got design help and then... Um, she self-published the book, um, and uh, well, and also I can just imagine here you are, sixty years into your career, sells a successful business. You probably thought you were going to be on a beach somewhere, right? Missing your daughter from far away, redefining your relationship in an in adult fashion. What, what is it? like been kind of an employee to Tracy as well as a co-worker and a peer? Well, it hasn't been easy mm. uh, for myself and my wife. I mean, um, um, my wife is not Tracy's mother, so she was in, in a little bit different situation. But, you know, she's been there and, and she helps. And um, um, Tracy... Um, She's the boss. <laughs> she really is, is, is just a wealth of knowledge um, and, um, and common sense. And um, I hope maybe she even picked up some of it for me. Um, but uh, she really knows her stuff uh, through working in the uh, um, Hollywood uh, as a costumer. Um, when she couldn't do the costuming anymore, she started, um, she said to the, the, her bosses, well, you need a bookkeeper, so I'm going to do bookkeeping for you. Oh, my goodness. And so she started a whole new business uh, doing bookkeeping for um, the designers on set. And, uh, and that's the way she is. When, when the going gets got tough, she'll, she'll change uh, she's like a chameleon. She'll she'll make herself into what is needed. That is so fascinating yeah. because usually a person who's very creative, costumer, it, bookkeeping isn't 
a natural career path transgression that you might think of. So that's just amazingly impressive. It is. It is. Um, And she's worked with some pretty impressive shows, has she not? Yes, she has. Um, She was a customer on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, MythiQuest, a community back in the, yeah, that's a few years back, community. And, and they were all wonderful people. And um, the people on Always Sunny, um, they're crazy people. They're, they're <laughs> just so funny, and they're such great comedians. Um, the one in particular, um, Danny DeVito, uh, they were all so good to her. They all helped her. Um, they made sure that, that things were going okay for her when she was going through her worst. Now we have the writer's strike, so she's out of work. There's a bit of a trickle-down effect because she's not a writer, but even still she's affected by the strike as a costumer. How does that affect her? Well, not good. Mm. Um, uh, there's a, 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 if they don't settle by the end of the year, she will lose her health insurance. And... Cobra and all the other situations are are massively expensive. Um, And even if you can do it, she's going to lose her doctors. Mm -hmm. And these are the people that that have saved her life three times. I mean, her oncologist is is an amazing, amazing person. And he... um, I've watched him. I've seen him in action and how he takes care of my daughter. But she won't be able to go to him. And uh, so we're a, we're a little frightened on that, but she's she's starting to work out systems. Um, she, she she's coming into Chicago uh, for um, the two exhibits um, that we have coming up. One will be at the Donk House. One will be at the Donk House um, on the th- um, it, for Open House Chicago. Oh, fabulous! I have uh, uh, an exhibit going on there. And then uh, October 27th, she's coming to the Donk House to do a um, book signing presentation. Wonderful. And uh, the show will still be up. So it'll be um, oh, nice. both, both things people can see if, if they can get to the Donk House. Well, and now that she's not working, I understand she's pretty active on social media. Yes. Helping people. Help. Well, that's her, her, her dream. I mean, the book was nice, and the book kept us busy, but it's it's helping people. Uh, she's really gone um, out of her way, um, not only with um, with cancer uh, problems and issues, but um, with the health health care and 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 getting through that. And and that's enough to make a person sick. But she helps um, other women, men, whoever. Uh, with that, she has vegan. Uh, her and her husband have been uh, doing vegan videos and um, giving them recipes. Uh, they're all on YouTube at uh, onecancerpatient.com um, or at onecancerpatient. Wonderful. And um, and so they. They, that's what they do. They help. They help anybody. I'm so glad you shared that because I don't think people understand the trickle down effect of of these sorts of things like the strike and all the people that are affected and and the risk of losing health care and it puts a, a real life face onto that terrible situation. 
you, you've been through so many changes in, in your life and um, are actively working at this stage in your life. What advice would you give to others who are in similar situations but like kind of hanging on? Well, my advice is if you're going to retire, have a plan. Mm. I didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's, that's why I'm giving that advice. Uh, not necessarily but, a fina- financial plan, but a life plan. A life plan, yeah, yeah. You don't want to sit at home with nothing to do. Uh, but my plan ended up being my daughter and uh, and helping her with her book and marketing and, and producing it and photographing it and um, processing the thousands of pictures that we shot and did together and still doing um, and uh, that has kept me pretty much busy, but I volunteer. I volunteer at the Donk House um, shooting pictures. I've spent uh, 30 years volunteering at the American Indian Center of Chicago um, taking pictures. Um, I guess that's all I know really what to do, so I love, I love photography. Where did this love of photography come from? When I was a kid, maybe 16, 17, I met a guy, uh, my buddy and I met a guy that was a photographer. And he called me up one day and he says, how would you like to meet the Beach Boys? And I said, well, yeah, of course. So he, w- he, he was the photographer at this Beach Boys concert. He got a headache. He gave me a camera and I started shooting. That's almost like a movie. <laughs> and that, that was basically it. I, I dabbled in it, uh, but uh, that was really it. fascinating story. So from Beach Boys, we, I shot Jimi Hendrix back then, um, Herman's Hermit, uh, Peter Noon, um, and, uh, and just worked up from there. I just did everything and anything and kept busy, and I... Kept busy for 60 years. So, <laughs> Many of the photographers that I know are hanging on to the old technology. What, what advice do you, or, you know, you seem to be able to grasp the way the world is now and reinvent. And what, what do you attribute that to? Well, I like reinventing. I, I don't like sitting still. And, you know, life, that's life. Re, everything's changed. I mean, um, at one time, there were um, there was a vaudeville, and then from vaudeville, it wasn't to silent movies, and then from silent movies, it went into regular movies. There's always a change. Radio um, went into television, um, um, cars, and so the horse industry went it went That's exactly w- right went down. You know, there's always a change, and I wanted a change. It was hard uh, when I. St- when digital cameras came out, they, they were like $173,000 for a camera. And it really didn't do anything because it, it had a, a, red, uh, a red, green, and blue filter that had to pass through the camera. So you couldn't shoot models. But uh, I figured out a way to shoot with my film, get it to Helix that was no longer around, and uh, Helix had a, a Kodak priority machine that digitized things right away. So to the clients, they didn't know, but I got, I got digital photos for them. That's amazing. Yeah. 
all, through all of this, is there one lesson that particularly stands out to you? One thing that you've learned that you think is helpful? Stay busy. Mm. Stay busy. Help others. Um, that's you know it, it, it karma um, you know um, if you can help somebody else it always comes back and it comes back tenfold um, I did that with with the places that I volunteer at and and I just wanted to shoot pictures and it was fun but they were appreciative and they're the ones that got me the, the first exhibit for Tracy, and now the the second exhibit, and um, so it's 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 a great symbiotic relationship. You know, I help them, they help me, and it's it's a beautiful thing, and it just grows from there. It was through that, and uh, that that I met you. And, That's exactly and, right. And yeah, uh, I got um, the the Chicago Creative Coalition. Um, I helped them get the space at the Donk House because I was so friends with them. And then, of course, they said, oh, well, why not do a presentation for us? And it just grows and grows and helping people and, and, and it makes you feel good. And, you know, I have a lot to be sad about and a lot to be worried about, but it's what keeps me going. It's, I'm just not going to allow myself to get depressed or, or, you know, just ask my therapist. <laughs> well, besides therapy, what, do, what, what other um, suggestions do you have for staying positive, like mentally, kind of mentally focused? Well, therapy doesn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, but uh, um, it's, it's doing. It's, it's mm-hmm. getting out there. It's, it's not... Uh, um, sitting, you know, uh, being a part of an organization. I mean, I love photography. What the best thing is to do is get into an organization that could use photography and then do it for them. And then you meet people. Uh, I guess that's one of the most important things is you've got to be out in the world and meet people. Um, I do yoga. Um, my wife is... is um, uh, in, in, into architectural restoration. Um, she was worked on some of the great Frank Lloyd Wright buildings, um, the Wrigley building. Um, and because of even her, I've gotten assignments and, and things like that. So it just grows and grows and grows. Um, I, you know, we don't know what's going to happen next, Tracy and I, mm-hmm. but I know if we keep pushing and it gets a little, you know, we get worried you know, but we know that if we keep going and she keeps busy, um, things will be okay. It sounds to me too like you really focus on the present moment. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. That does help. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we really don't know what's going to happen. I worry about that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like going there because then I get, I get, um, right. um, upset mm-hmm. because there's a lot to worry about but if we focus on the here and now. but if we focus on the here and now and the good things we're doing and the people we're helping and the people we're meeting 
that is the beauty of life to me. And, and uh, um, I'm just going to keep being that way. That's amazing. So um, the, uh, is the book available for sale? The book is available for sale. Um, one Cancer Patient? One Cancer Patient. It is on Amazon at Amazon.com uh, under either Tracy Asher or One Cancer Patient, numeral one cancer patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can go to her um, website at onecancerpatient.com and you can order the book there and um, you can view her vegan videos and uh, and and read her story it's it's a beautiful story and she's um i know that people that have read her book have all given five stars out of five um it's really helped them and even people without cancer um i remember at one of the exhibits um uh somebody saw the photos uh, uh a young man 21 and he was so taken by it um, he said, you know, my, my grandfather is sick. Now that I see and see what you're doing, I'm going to call him. I'm not going to be afraid. The people are afraid to call. The people are afraid to uh, talk to sick people. Um, but I read an excerpt in the book about friends and how some friends fall away and others mm-hmm. yeah. uh, emerge. And yes. I think I saw Tracy's words about the people you really trust are in your inner circle. It's, it, it was hard for her. It's still hard for her mm-hmm. um, because, you know, after 10 years of this, it, it changes you. You become um, different and... Uh, and people don't like that. That's not the Tracy that I know and love. So she's changed. So I don't want to be bothered. But that that's really wrong. I mean, she needs everybody's help. She needs um, uh, friends to help her get through things, you know. And we found the ones that are important, yes, like you said. That's so nice to hear. And you actually um, self-published the book. And with all your history and wisdom, I mean, that must have just been a... a yeah. You had a competitive advantage over <laughs> others navigating publishing. I was able to help. But the, the true person that really published and learned how to write and taught herself how to make a website and did all these things on her own is Tracy. She, she's an amazing woman, and, and she would not let this horrible disease get her down. She's, I can't say she fought it, but she just stayed positive through life. And it, it's been hard, but she, she's driven, mm. and in a good way, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so beautiful now with self-publishing options that everyone can tell their story. There yes. are no barriers right. to entry. It's right. just uh, right. you decide how you're going to do it and how well you're going to do it in this beautifully published book. And the pictures are very compelling. Thank you. Thank you. 
Well, thank you so much, Warren. We appreciate your story and um, having the courage to tell it as well as document it and share it with others. And I know that we can find you and Tracy anywhere through social media channels, all of the channels, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and the emerging channels we don't know about yet at One Cancer Patient. Yes. Yeah. Numeral one. Numeral (laughs) one. Thank you. Thank you very much.